Rolling around in PvP with the fire team, yup. Got my shotgun, got the hand cannon, not shooting heads. Doing what I can. That was Dead Man's Tale. Took it to the ground, underground, six feet. Now I gotta get back up again. Yeah. Moving to the Bravo with the fire team. It's a movie lotto. Take your ticket, take a seat. We see what's gonna happen. Bottom fragging, that's that sweaty game swagging. Yep, there it is, there it is, in. Do you want to count us down or not? I am. I was trying to think of something witty right quick, but I couldn't. So we're going to start in three, two, one. Hello, everyone, and thanks for turning, tuning, turning, returning onto episode 233 of the Guardian Hub podcast, where I don't know how to start it and Sin doesn't know how to start it, but we are pushing forward. How are you doing tonight, Sin? Magical. And yourself. Yeah. We don't need to redo this. You know, it's, uh, I like having a show where, um, we'll do it live. Yeah. I mean, it is live. We, we have a live audience. Um, we're live every week. We don't really edit anything unless there's some major problem like the bots, you know, go out or something like that. But um, it's fun having this be a chill conversation each week. It works for us. Um, it's how we can keep going because if I had to put or you had to put a lot of work into this podcast, we'd probably be done by now, right? <laughs> Most likely. It's fun. We yeah. just kind of doing it by the seat of our pants. If I was uh, stressing about it with a, my hectic work schedule, exactly, I'd go yeah. crazy. Yeah. So we do what works, but we're glad to be here this week. Uh, back together, reunited, and it feels so good. <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> reunited, I know sin would. I don't know. What's, what's next? <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> it's provocative. Nobody knows what it means. Yeah. Well, a um, couple things I want to go over real quick. Um, actually, before that, um, it was going to be Destiny things, follow up from last week. But what have we been doing otherwise, uh, real life or gaming besides Destiny? Mm. Other than uh, <clears throat> my work schedule, uh, I left work one night uh, this week. Just a little bit after 12 o'clock, say around 12.20 or so, and I didn't get home to 1.45 that night. That was uh, awful. And then uh, other than that, <laughs> it is definitely gross. I've been playing a little bit of cyberpunk. I finished the main campaign and was kind of confused on how the ending was and how it put me back and still made me do the end campaign. But I really have been enjoying some cyberpunk uh, recently. And uh, I've been hopping in. On and off for Destiny. Haven't played it all this week, but I will be playing tonight, most likely during the podcast or a little bit after. Ooh, 
<laughs> Rebel. As for me, I've been doing a lot of stuff. It was my birthday last week, so yes. out and about a bit. Obviously, I missed the podcast last week. Um, you know, not too many interesting things. Did um, go to one restaurant, a really cool thing that's a restaurant normally you would see just in Vegas or Los Angeles or like a bigger city, but they brought this to our area where it's like really high-end dining and they have fire dancers and, um, you know, one of those type of places too, like they'll cook things at the table. You've probably seen like the little... It's not exactly the one where the guy throws the salt over your shoulder on the big tomahawk steak or whatever, but oh, you know, very sim- yeah, yeah, but very similar to that, just a different type of restaurant. And uh, it was really good. I got the sea bass. Uh, my parents paid for it, luckily, because the sea bass was $75. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it is expensive. It is. And not everything's that expensive. They had other, but they said, get what you want. I mean, my wife just got like the fish tacos that were like, 25 so that was a bit more respectable and they were that was even a better value price per how much you got but probably just because this was like high-end wild caught you know fresh sea bass it was uh you know a bit more expensive but i do like that a lot it's one of my favorite type of fish and um yeah good food i went out with friends another night um you know just doing various things and uh uh, might go out next weekend to a small out of town trip, but, uh, that's still being planned right now. But, uh, yeah, that's just my real life. And then, yeah, I've been playing lots of cyberpunk. I, uh, got the DLC, the, uh, Phantom, what's it called? Phantom I don't Liberty? even know what the, I think so, but I don't even know what the <laughs> name of it is. <laughs> I play through it and I don't even remember it. It was really, really good a great DLC that I feel like it had almost as much storyline as the main campaign. So well worth it. Opens up a new area of the map, tons of side quests, bounties. Uh, The campaign's amazing. It has Idris Elba as the main character that you're working with. And then another character, she's lesser known, but really cool character there. And um, yeah, a lot of fun playing that so i highly recommend it and man cyberpunk's just so refreshing of a game that there's just so much to do go around and just explore areas that you know we all were in awe when we first came into destiny and we see all these planets and the areas seem large but like it makes destiny seem small when you you see how much there is in cyberpunk and and vertically too like lots of buildings you can go up in and skywalks and catwalks and the Badlands area and just so much area that can be explored in cyberpunk. Beautiful space. So back to your birthday real quick. Since you mm-hmm. weren't here last week, um, Mr. Monkey did have a question oh, yeah. about your birthday. Yes. Question for the show, specifically Kingsley, what's the best birthday present you have received? And what's your dream birthday cake? Um, I should have thought about this more. Birth- best birthday present. Gosh. I don't even remember all. And I feel like the last few years, I've had more like experiences and stuff. And then I just get stuff for myself or my wife does for me throughout the year. We don't really worry about doing it on birthday. Um, but I feel like when I was younger, my parents, well, it was through money. My 
grandparents helped save up, but kind of got me like a car. I think it was like for a birthday when I turned 18. So that was probably the best if I had to think of everything, you know, because it's always nice having your first car that you don't have to put in any money towards. It's not like everyone can have that experience. So I was really lucky there. Nice. Birthday and then cake? Bir yeah, birthday cake. I always like um, these days German chocolate cake. Ooh, delicious. Yeah. Yep. I am not a huge cake fan in general. So if it's going to be cake, it has to be a good quality like German chocolate cake. Um, that's all I would really want. I would prefer other things for my birthday, like even pies, cookies, um, you know, other pastries, but uh, cake, eh, you know. But uh, look at that. Laz is, has a picture of a cool cake in the um, chat. It looks pretty good. <laughs> and it's Rodimus also. I mean, sure. I like that type of pies also. And uh, blueberry pies also, not just that type. And uh, <laughs> anyways, <laughs> we're not after dark right now. Not yet. Not yet, at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man um so thanks for that question mr monkey was there another question we had or or is it going to be for destiny oh we have a couple when we get to destiny talk for new questions but thanks for saving that one sorry i didn't get to it yet mr monkey i was just too busy doing shenanigans for my birthday um destiny so we have the end of season you guys did a great job talking about it last week but there's a couple things that i still hear as misinformation out there with other discords podcasts and stuff like that and unless i'm totally wrong but um there's a lot of speculation on the zivu wrath stuff right and when we are going to deal with her again and i think a lot of people did not read the lore entry because it seemed pretty clear to me that we are not dealing with zivu wrath until after we deal with the witness. Did you catch that at all, Sin? You probably, I don't know if you read the lore entry. I, I did not read the lore entry, unfortunately. Yeah. And this goes along with article that come out and people also talking about how <clears throat> the way this season ended was great, but it was kind of like, huh? And um, it was one of those things that they didn't do as good of a job this time of kind of letting us know everything in the final cutscene. Yeah, I get they're expensive to make, and maybe it was even purposeful. Maybe they wanted people to read more of the lore, but a lot of the super important stuff wasn't even in the audio logs. It was like literally you had to read the lore page um, to find this out. So anyways, you know, that once I read... It kind of made me sad. I'm like, oh man, Zeus just pushed off now. It's going to be sometime way after Final Shape. I mean, maybe not way after. Most people speculate, like Laz says in the live chat, it'll probably be the heresy episode, you know, because that seems to be hive base and it would make sense. We deal with Zeus then. But I don't think it's going to be this next season coming up because it's, it's said for sure in the lore um, that we're not dealing with Zeus until after the witness. So there's that, people. <laughs> Let me know if I'm Episode totally off one. base. Yeah. <laughs> and then, even though the weekly story pretty much ended last week, as far as the main steps 
getting the title, everything like that. There really was more this week. There was another card you could get, um, another lore entry, and a third Enviro engine. So I'll go over that now because it sounds like I was talking to you before the show and you haven't done any of that yet, Sin. I have not. I haven't even finished my title. The only thing holding me back from the title grind at this point is the vendor reset. Gotcha. I mean, I would almost say let's do it live in the podcast, but it would take a little, little long. <laughs> but I'll just walk through. I'll tell people the steps right now because it's a little less obvious if you don't look up like an article or a YouTube video or listen to us explain it to you. So what you do, that last lore card was a minor one, the lower right-hand corner. And people already knew last week this is how you were going to get it, but it wasn't available until this week. Basically, you go into the altars, um, and you go to that one that's up the hill a little bit where they have that hive statue in the back that was holding a void crystal, you know, in its hand. You know which yes. altar I'm talking about? Well, the last card is right there. You can even just go into altars, and it's kind of a shit show right now because people are just we're just loading in, running to get that, and then leaving because you don't have to complete an altars. So you just run up to that spot. You have to actually jump up high to the top of the little um, dish or bowl or whatever the statue's holding, and the card is right there. You grab that last card, and then that card allows you to do the third Enviro Engine uh, encounter. So with that, you go in like before. You go up to the second level, and then you go up one more. There's a new third level. There's a new door you can open. Go up one more level. And then this one, I won't spoil everything because I'll, I can say what basically happens without spoiling it because some of the later ones are really hard to notice. You're going to miss things. I'll just give hints like you, you got to change your perspective. But basically what you're doing is when you go into this arena. Oh, I, uh, you, I ended up watching the video on this. I oh, know what you? you're talking about now. Yeah, so don't spoil yes. like the harder ones, but we can tell basically what to do because anyone can figure this part out easily. You, you go through the door, you look behind you, and there's either going to be like a, I forget the order, but I think it's like Arc is on the left, Void is on top, and Solar is on the right. But you look at the door you come through, you look behind you, and there will either be an Arc, a Void, or a Solar lit up. Well, you look at that color and you look at where it is, like if the arc is to the left and it's lit up, then you look ahead at all the doors and then you shoot the arc that's to the left. There's only going to be one that matches each time. Then that door opens and you go through that door. And then you rinse and repeat. Every time you go through the door, it brings you through the door you were just at. You look behind you. You see where the next color and where it is in reference to the door and you shoot it. But by the time you get to the third, fourth, fifth one, I forget how many there are, it gets very complicated because you're like, Wait, none of these are matching up. That's where you just need to change your perspective. So, <laughs> and then eventually you finish that and uh, you also get an Ascendant Shard. And then you also get another lore piece, which we will go to in a second because Rodimus um, really likes this one. So he was telling us about it before the chat or in the chat. And um, you also get a emblem. You couldn't get the emblem until this week. I'm wearing it right now, Sin, if you want to inspect me. I'm doesn't really definitely going like to do that. Too many people have it on. Oh, I do like that. Yeah. <clears throat> so if you go to the... Um, it's really interesting because last week was the title. This week was the emblem, if you're keeping up on everything. And there's still yet one more lore thing. So it's really interesting. Oh, and one more secret, too. 
So it's really interesting. I love it how they space things out because it's kept us coming back week after week. Well, at yeah. least people like me for a little bit on Tuesday Reset. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how much, you know, it's not like we're back that much, but at least it's something to come back to a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I really, I need to jump in more anyway because I want to finish off the master challenges for the raid and start that process. And that'll be a grind. But I haven't been, uh, I haven't been really pushing the issue and in, in trying to get that done though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't this time around either. I've been kind of um, uh, slowing down on raiding. I I like Crotas again a lot still. Um, I did one master challenge the first... Which one did I do? I think I did the first week one or... I don't know. I felt like maybe actually I just joined a group for something else. Maybe it wasn't master, but um, maybe I'll get around to it. Maybe not, but I did get the catalyst done. Because I told you a couple weeks ago, I got lucky. I got that RNG where you get the insta lock unlock with all the. Um, it just gives you how many oversouls that you need to get the weapon and the catalyst. So then all you have to do is go back in, do the raid, and then do the extra credit part in the raid for the catalyst to unlock. I have done that. I have unlocked the catalyst, but I do not have enough uh, the oversouls to get it done. Oh well, I mean unlock like. I don't know what the right word, but to to, mas- to do the final masterwork, you have to go back in the raid again and do an extra credit thing in the raid. Yeah, with the uh, you have to stand on the plates and do the thing with the swords and the uh, yeah the hive knights. Yep that that progresses the step, but you still need the oversouls regardless to complete it. So the oh. oversouls are technically the final. I know. Step. No, they're not. <laughs> the final step was doing this. I already had the oversouls, and then I had to do this too. It's fully masterworked for me now. Ah. So my part you of the step was, yeah. Well, I've done the steps and it unlocked the next part of it. So I still have the quest, so I could tell you. Oh, so maybe you can unlock it either way, and then once you get the over souls, then you won't have to do it again. I gotcha. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah, because maybe there's nothing on here. Well, anyways, I needed to do that. You definitely can get the over souls ahead of time, and then. Um, uh, I guess three people were also at that point and didn't realize, and so three of us got it fully masterworked uh, when we did that extra credit thing in the raid. Nice. Yeah, so it was kind of fun. I mean, you, in the bridge encounter and in the final room, yeah, you, you just stand on this plate, someone who has the gun, and then some knights come out, and you have to run back and forth and kill them. Um, not too hard, actually. It was kind of, kind of cool, but kind of silly in a way it really wasn't too hard <laughs> no it is timed but like come on like if you as long as people aren't dying and we got it the first time in the bridge room and then this only second time in the other room that was only because we didn't go into like three groups of two just kind of one sword person one buddy to back him up but once we did that it was easy um yeah that last room was a little chaotic we had a couple deaths that put push people past the the room and they couldn't make it back and basically we had to start it have them rejoin so they could be in that room Mm -hmm. oh all right um i want to talk about one other topic that a lot of people have been talking about lately and then we'll go into the news um and then of course next week is uh starting festival of the lost uh yes yeah well 
one th- one thing that people have been talking about a lot is weapon stuff, right? And there's kind of two parts to this discussion, but I feel like they all relate together. Um, crafting weapons, and if people still like that, or how many weapons should be craftable, and then how how many weapons we have in general in the game. Like, do we just have so many weapons, it's weapon fatigue? I'm not talking about exotics per se, but even that, I feel like we have too many. But every season we get more and more weapons, and like maybe one or two of them are good, but we have so many other weapons that are pretty much just as good. Do we really need this many weapons? There's always something new around the corner, but really nothing that we necessarily need as compared to a lot of the older stuff. Uh, How do you feel about it? I uh, I actually went through, I didn't delete a lot, but I probably deleted uh, probably about 20 or so odd weapons from my vault. Just stuff that was not brought up to light, stuff that I've been using, pulling on and off based on recommendations for damage phases and such. I went through and deleted and cleared up some of my vault space just because it, there is a lot of weapons there. I could say I don't use 95% of them. I have no one does. No yeah. one does. Even if you like to collect them all, no one can say that they use all the weapons that much. No, just no one has time. Like with it's how many weapons there are. Yeah. I mean, there's if you need a good sniper, you maybe keep one sniper uh, for each slot and you find a good role. But really, I was thinking about it when I started deleting it. I don't even really need all the old previous roles with the crafting system now, because if I need something good, I just find out which one to get and then craft it. You upgrade it, get your perks and move on. Yeah. But not all weapons can be craftable. So, I mean, I agree. It, it kind of brings it into both parts of the discussion. Are you saying that as long as you have some good craftable weapons, that's good enough. Even if there's an RNG weapon, an RNG only weapon that you want and you can't get good rolls on that, do you then just not care and just do the craftable one? Yeah, like um, I was playing around with the whole surrounded sword thing. During Crota one night, I switched uh, switched some swords around. I don't have the uh, DSC one unlocked, which is the one everybody's go-to, uh, but I had the bequest, and it had the surrounded perk on it, and I tried that out, and it seemed to hold its own. But I didn't have any like natural rolls for the surrounded perk on that sword from uh, DSC that I could go back to my vault and just pick out. I ended up because I ended up getting one, and I ended up keeping them, and whether they were good rolls or not, because I never used them, and. Basically, my vault is full of random rolls that aren't necessarily the greatest that are just sitting there. So, yeah. and then let's say, just for sake of argument, because um, different people play the game different ways, but Destiny did start as a true RNG game for the weapon drops. I mean, there was a few things you could do. There were quests, mostly like the exotics and a couple legendaries here and there, but pretty much, you know, before we had weapon crafting, all your loot was RNG drops, whether we're talking the general loot pool and strikes or whatnot, or raid weapons or whatever, everything was RNG drops. And then we added weapon crafting. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but what, let's say, you know, regardless of how much time you have, I think we can get to that discussion in a second, but time aside, 
would you be more motivated if you had the time either way to keep playing the game if you're not getting an RNG weapon that you want? You're like, dang it, I want that. So you keep playing over and over to get it. Or would you play the game less because you could craft the weapon that you want? Which way do you think you'd play the game more? Um, I mean, in my current state of... No, again, not how much life. time you have. Just right. I'm saying like, yeah. <laughs> like if, I mean, you, if you could have unlimited time, but... I mean, yeah, I probably would play it more to grind out something that I'd, I'd want, um, obviously. That mm-hmm. is, I mean, that's a thing, right? You just grind out until you get it. I mean, I did that with raid weapons. Just going in, getting my clears every week to get raid weapons. And mm-hmm. with the crafting system, it does make it nicer, and I don't have to focus on that. I can focus on other things. So I, I, could, I could agree that having craftable weapons to get what you want in the game without having to grind does reduce the time need to be spent in the game. It definitely does. And that can be a good thing for reasons, right? Um, but it takes away from what a true RNG game is. Um, th- it is true that it's probably good that people can craft things that they want spending less time. Now, no one can argue the crafting system's gotten easier and easier over time. Remember, it used to be a lot more grinding. You know, Oh, yeah. Now you hardly have to do anything to craft weapons, especially the seasonal ones. They drop like candy, and you you get the borders pretty quickly, and then you just level them up some, and then there you have it. You can even purchase level up upgrades if you have enough resources and stuff. So no one can argue that that takes a lot of time compared to at least if weapons were RNG only. But but think about it this way: like regardless of people's time, um, RNG games were there for a reason to get people coming back to keep playing. Um, if Bungie, if Destiny wanted people to keep coming back more, uh, wouldn't it make sense to have more RNG drops and, and less craftable drops? You know, kind of get people going for that chase, keep coming back, et cetera, et cetera. In other words, I've heard some people say without saying, well, I have everything I need craftable, so I don't have anything I'm chasing anymore. Pretty much. I think more RNG stuff would bring more people back especially if whatever it is that rng is rng based is good if you find like some of these raid weapons that come out that aren't great necessarily when you get them and you just get them you try them out for a couple times and put them away the rng for that i would think in most people's eyes would probably be not like the having to go in there and grind it what is what I'm trying to say would not be necessary because most people would not want it. Mm-hmm. So yep. I think if you had an RNG drop for something that's really good, that would be worth it. Yeah. And let's just say for sake of argument too, that weapon crafting wasn't here for the people that don't have a lot of time and want to use that argument. All games that are RNG type games, you'll be able to get a drop back to this discussion of there's so many weapons and something that's good enough. You'll be able to have something that's good enough even if you can't put a lot of time into the game, right? The RNG drops are just like those super awesome drops. Like, oh, I've grinded this a lot, and I got the god roll. It's 5 to 25% better than, than the good enough, you know, version of it. Um, but it's not like RNG games. They would, they would not get people to come back at all if they gave you, like, only crappy... I mean, there are crappy rolls also, but... 
most people that don't even have a lot of time can still get a good enough roll at least. And then when you have more time, you grind for the God roll. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. It's just kind of my thoughts on discussions that have been had all over. I'm not saying that weapon crafting shouldn't be in the game, but I do feel like, and Joe was saying this on a stream today too, that they, they, they are definitely looking at, they don't want to have too many weapons craftable. And if you look at, again, the history of a true RNG game, you don't, it's, it's about the drops. I, I like being able to craft weapons, but I just worry like we're missing potential, you know, things of wanting to come back with, with so many things being craftable. And I hope maybe there's less craftable things going forward. Um, Laz also said in the chat that, um, as far as vault space, Joe Blackburn was saying in today's stream that he has 200 empty vault spaces, and he even said that's unkempt for him. Yeah, same for me. I I don't see the point of keeping a lot of stuff around because there's 20 legendary weapons that are good enough. Now, I have more than that in my vault, but if I ever started getting too full, like half or more, I'm just going to delete them and not feel bad about it because it's not like people that use this argument just never really happens except for maybe 5% of the time in PvP. But in PvE, there's always going to be some good enough weapons that people can get. And if generally people can't get it, then it's just not even talked about, right? When we're going into raids, and let's say there's some god roll of like some weird funnel web 1.0 thing that you can't get anymore or whatever it's like or no sorry recluse that's the one you can't get anymore we're not going to be saying we'll get recluse because people can't anyways so what's the point right <laughs> you know the the, the things we're going to be talking about that's good enough are the things that are attainable either in exotic or in legendary that's current enough that you can get through some means even if it's rng but the ones that are like really old that are kind of deprecated. Oh, and by the way, you know, we've had this discussion before. <laughs> Shout out to Des, who's not here tonight. Again, I would have been okay with weapons sunsetting. I'm trying to remember, yeah. what was your thought on that, Sin, when we talked about it way back? I mean, it, I can't remember what it was when it happened, right? Because that's been now three, three years, maybe four. I don't know. It yeah, seems so long ago. But in today's sandbox with the amount of weapons we have, sunsetting would be okay. It would have been okay even back then, but maybe it was a year too early. People bitched and moaned. I mean, I do have to admit, it seemed like the majority, unfortunately. So Bungie kind of did the right thing for switching it back, but they could have held their ground and let it go for about a year, year and a half to see how it goes because you're not really going to see the full aspect of it until you do it for long enough because you you don't yeah they weren't sunsetting weapons that were new they were sunsetting weapons that had been out for at least a year anyways and right. so you need to go a year in this new pattern to see how it works out to make sure oh yeah well we don't care if it was a weapon from a year ago that was sunset because there's a new weapon we like better anyways um who cares about the old weapon <laughs> you know Exactly. And again, you could still technically use it in older content. It just didn't, it couldn't level up. And you could use all weapons in PvP because, you know, power doesn't matter there. 
Correct. Well, uh, it, was it in all PvP um, in trial? I forget what it was. Maybe trials was different, of course, because of power mattering or whatever. But um, generally, PvP did not matter. Right. So I misspoke. I kept saying bequest. Bequest was the uh, the last wish um, sword. It was caretaker that I had crafted. Yeah, I just wanted to clarify that because I was looking at Dim as we were talking about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kato says in the chat uh, with the sunset weapons, it was trials and banner. Did you just say bequest was from Last Wish? Is it then? Is that the is that the sword I'm thinking? Bequest is the one I don't have. Which sword is the one from Last Wish? There isn't a sword from last wish okay <laughs> there you go but i'm just wrong thank you, you are. <laughs> thanks for joining us <laughs> Kato just came in shirtless and uh like a wrecking ball and said uh sin's wrong put it on record uh yeah <laughs> we, we can go to collections right now and look <laughs> it's dsc dsc yeah that's what i meant I think I might have said DSC originally, but the, for some reason I said Last Wish there. No, I don't think you said DSC at all. But... I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> That's how burned out I am. Yeah, and I just don't even care. I I felt like that was wrong too, but um, but thanks for clarifying that. <laughs> Couldn't help myself. Couldn't. Right, 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 right. Well, now that you're here, you have to tell us your thoughts in general. Do we have too many weapons? Do you like? Do you like crafting? And would you be okay with sunsetting? I know, big topics. Yes and no. I am perfectly fine with sunsetting of weapons. It needs to happen. We have too many. Like, anymore, if it's if it's craftable, I don't even farm for a roll. I just farm for patterns. And then I don't ever use it. Because we have so many other things. Certain... No, I, use, I use one or two craftable weapons. Like, my commemoration I love. And a couple other things, but I, I do yeah. probably use more RNG weapons, craftable weapons myself. Uh, I think certain weapons crafted. that aren't craftable, like um, adept weapons from Nightfalls, those are not craftable, and some of those are actually really fun. Mm -hmm. And but most of them now at this point. You can craft, so you can craft something very, very similar that'll do, as you said earlier, um, they work just well enough. They don't need just well enough. Yep. <laughs> right. Uh, it It's not going to make enough of a difference in any content to matter. Yeah. 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 So, so again, if, if you use the logic, you can get a, good enough weapon from crafting. You can also get good enough weapons from RNG because even if you don't play the game a lot, you'll get a good enough weapon. So yeah. they could remove crafting and then for the, the whales that have more time to play, they could have spend more time in the game for the, the god rolls instead of crafting and spending less time. What do you okay. think, uh, Rod? I have a question. Why does it matter? Um, it's for getting people setting. to come back to the game. That could be why, because like RNG games, they want people to play more and more and more. And 
if game if weapons are only RNG, then it'll get people to come back more for the god rolls. But who does it affect the most? Does it affect the casual player, or is it expect? Does it um, deal with like the one percent? Um, I think it. I think saying one percent is a little extreme. I would say probably twenty five percent, and then yeah, the casual just... players. I just gave the argument that I think they would be good enough either way with crafting, or if there wasn't crafting, they would get a good enough weapon quickly, even through the RNG system. So, how many crafted weapons are in the meta for PvP currently? I don't know. PvP? Yes. Crafted weapons. Correct. Uh, we'll say, can we say less than three? It's probably more than that, honestly. Okay. I don't PvP, so I don't know the answer. What? Yeah, I don't PvP much either. It, it changes people... every season, though, because... You're going to have at least three in like the kinetic slot or, yeah, your primary slot. And then you're going to have probably just as many, if not more, in the energy slot. Yeah. Mainly and I'm because... definitely one of the players that, and I don't consider myself a 1%, but I, I'm not saying this just to say it. There's multiple reasons why I don't play the game as much, but I would play the game more if there was more weapons that were RNG only. RNG based only. I'd even be raiding more. I'd even be, you know, doing I, strikes I more. I, honestly, I can't agree because um, I feel like we're, we're there's too many weapons now. There's too much saturation of it. I disagree. That's where I disagree. I think there's not enough because you have so many people and and you have all these streamers online and says, oh my god, you have to go get that Rufus's Fury, right? Mm -hmm. So everyone's running for that gun. Really, uh -huh. just no one cares about the other, any other auto rifle because they have to have that gun. I think there's oh. not enough out there for the general consumption of players and people need to learn to find something that you like that you're good with, right? There's always going to be the meta, yes. But I don't think that we should be like, oh, weapon crafting ruined the game. I think it's great for the game personally because I use a lot of craft weapons because I feel comfortable using them. Mm -hmm. So put it in perspective, well, Rodimus, I have three, all three of my weapon slots right now, my Titan, are crafted weapons. I have Deliverance, I have Callus Mini Tool, and I have a Retrofit. And... The my callus and my deliverance weapon level 204 on my callus, which was done naturally with no upgrades, and then my deliverance also done naturally because this was before the natural upgrade thing. <laughs> I have that at 188, so I use those a lot, and for me, they work well. So I just I can't open Destiny because I have a bit of computer issues all of a sudden, but I just did the meta for the season for PvP kinetic weapons. Mm -hmm. So Rufus's Fury is craftable, but you have to raid RNG for red borders and get spoils. So it's not a gun that's given to you. Correct. So, Would you agree with yeah. that? Oh, of course. Yeah. And and some okay. craftable weapons are a little harder to get than others, but crafting is definitely gonna take less time in general if you average everything out compared to RNG only weapons. Well, something you gotta remember too is that raid is now farmable, so you're going to be seeing it more. But because you... you can farm the encounters over and over and over again. 
True, but you still have to have spoils to buy the yeah, weapon yeah. at the end. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't just no, 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 farm no. the red borders. You, your 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 red border drops are are minimum. I feel I still feel they're less than ten percent drop rate. I don't think they're that bad. But either the, way, the other reason you're seeing it is because it's new. It's strand. It's the only. Okay. Actually, it is the only strand auto rifle. Yeah. Other than so, an exotic. So here's the top five for meta weapons in PvP. Rufus and Fury is craftable, correct? Yes. Kept confidence. I'm assuming that's the hand cannon for the season. Strand. Yep. Strand Tracks hand suppose. cannon. Tracks suppose. Strand. But it's not craftable. Nope. But it was very, very farmable. Yep. Necrochasm. Uh, exactly. Alice, which is craftable. So. Three, we'll say three out of the five are craftable for PvP. And that's just in the kinetic slot. That's just in the kinetic, yes. Energy, you got the iClose SMG. Craftable. Come to pass. Craftable. craftable. Actually, no. SMG is craftable. Come to pass is craftable. Yes, I thought. iClose hand cannon, craftable. Tarnished metal, craftable. And Lamarnark, not craftable. So all craftable and one exotic. Got it. Yeah. But a lot of those, like, you had to farm the crap out of the Aquilos. It took you a long time to get those. So it's not like they were given to you in craftable. And those are mm. all, those all were leveled before the, the change in, the, in weapon crafting. Yeah. Yeah. And, but, uh, and since there's a set, uh, like other people would like to say, a set pattern for getting it, um, that's obviously why in PvP those are very meta because people are going to go for the path of least resistance. Not that there's no work getting those, but it's like a guaranteed there's, setup. You can, there's a path. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no RNG. Some streamer out there has already given you the exact God roll to craft. I I've done that too. I mean, commemoration is my favorite machine gun and I had a really good God roll quote at the time, RNG of it. But once they put new perks in and then made it craftable, I'm like, Oh, I crafted it. It's one I of the few. Those are the weapons I use. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me oh, retype okay. this. <laughs> Wait, I, no, I, but seriously, though, how much when they made DFC, DSC weapons craftable, how much did you run DSC? None. It's very few far between. Oh, I don't have any oh. crafted DSC weapons. I don't know that I ran it for that reason. I, I think it was kind of like a secondary reason. Some people were. Um, I ran it with people and then commemoration just because I heard there was some new roles on it again, since it was easier to craft mm -hmm. than RNG. That's why yeah. I did craft commemoration. They did updated roles on it. I have my reconstruction repulsor brace that I like. And I don't even have that one unlocked yet either. It's and just, it's level just weapon. Me I need to raid more. 125 for me. See, I didn't. There was one weapon I wanted out of DSC when they brought in the crafting part of it and the new uh, perk pools. And I wanted the posterity. I already had the role I wanted, but being able to, I wanted it for some of the other roles. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not saying it's. I don't know. Crafting, like, crafting doesn't crafting doesn't ruin the game, but it does cause some people. I want to know what the percentage is, but some people to play less, and I am one of them. And the point was made that I crafted this, and it was quicker and easier for me. 
I played less DSC then. Now, that's a little bit unfair because I'll raid anyways, just to help people out, but I wasn't. I would have gone for commemoration. Well, how, many crafted, well, how many crafted weapons have you made, and how many are roughly max level, if you had to guess? Um, Like five or so. Oh, I have way more than that. I would say I have more than that as well, because I there was a time where I was crafting them and then upgrading them just to burn through materials. And, I mean, it's probably... Probably 10 to 12. But are yeah. we, do we think the RNG is, will determine whether you will play more because you're just chasing that role or? Yeah, for sure. 1000%. Not for everyone. That weapon to have that weapon. So well, both reasons. <laughs> a simple. I mean, honestly, the way I look at it is, um, Some of the nightfall weapons this season, the new bow and Warden's Law. Like I farmed both of those to get the role I wanted. Um, and again, those aren't craftable, right? Because they're in those the, are not craftable, yeah. correct? And so, I was so you can give that example because yeah, and you have that motivation to keep weapon. going in. Yes, because I never did get like I have it now, but at the time when I was farming it. It was just, I didn't need the materials out of it. I didn't need Ascendant Shards or Enhancement Prisms or anything like that. I was strictly in there and doing it for the weapon. Um, Vault of Glass weapons. You know, uh, Fatebringer. Uh, Templar Farm. We farmed it so much. And I did multiple times because I still don't have that one role that I want. Am I going to do it every time it comes around? No. But it kind of validates the point of crafting is great, but there's just some weapons that you're, if you want them bad enough, you're going to chase them no matter what. Right. Mm -hmm. But I the know. weapons that are either way, <laughs> I'm not mad that there's crafting, but I would play more if there was not crafting for those weapons. I'm not just saying that. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I, I could kind of agree, honestly, because it's like I said earlier, there's. If the weapon is craftable, I'm not going to grind for a roll that I want of it. Because it's craftable. I get enough patterns, and there it is, we're done. Moving on. And the, uh, the perk is a little bit better, too, uh, when you have that, that masterwork perk on the. What's yeah, the name if of you the enhance them. The enhanced perks, yes. Yeah, it is better, but it's such a small percentage better that, eh. Mm. Not. Well, most of your crafted weapons are tied to RNG, and they're tied to, like, endgame content, if you purely think about it, though. They're tied well, to raids, they're tied to dungeons. Well, they're, you only have to get the no, weapon once, though. No, 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 no. <laughs> but they're, no. hold on, let me finish my statement. Well, you're wrong in that statement. But I'm not done with my statement. Okay. You also get it from the new season content. Right? Yeah. Sure. So you can't go back to the war table and get your red borders as easily as you did when you had the the season that was out. Actually you get a you still get them, but your drop rate is not as good. Well you don't get the one guaranteed each week is all it amounts to. Correct. Correct. So it's still RNG based. You still have to grind to 
for your glimmer or your shard, not shards so much anymore, but you still have to grind for the materials to roll, get a chance to roll that weapon and the engram. Yeah, so they're, not, know all that. they're not handed to you. We know all that. We didn't say it was handed, but it's still way less work overall if you take the averages than getting a god roll RNG drop. I don't think anyone can dispute that point, but I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. I don't it feels know. like there's so many variables on the RNG side versus, you know, obviously, yes, you get a little bit of RNG getting the red borders, but with the harmonizers that you have now in the game, and they are supposed to be dropping more and more red borders anyway, it makes it much easier to get the red border and the pattern unlocked and to go in and enhance it, craft the weapon and enhance it to the perfect role for you. See, I think I'm not, we're not trying to argue how easy or hard it is getting craftable weapons, but more just craftable weapons in general versus RNG. And, and craftable weapons used to be harder to get. I mean, there was more work. Now it's less work in general. Um, why? Probably because people were complaining. And then, and then I wonder, it's like, is it going to be even getting easier and easier as time goes on? I don't know. I, I hope not. I think it's we, in a good place, to be honest with you. It's in a good place for what it is. Uh, and I, I do use crafting. And there was one weapon I even bought upgrades for recently. Uh, what was it? Maybe it was Bequest or something. Um, you know, you can unlock the things now. So the only... As Rodimus said, you get weapons, craftable weapons from seasonal content and raids. That's it. Dungeons. You get them from dungeons too. No, you do not. You don't no. get them from dungeons? Okay, I thought you no. did. Nope. But... And Dares of Eternity, because all those are craftable. That draft rate's horrible, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> I agree on that one. That one is kind of bad. But as good as some of those are, it's kind of understandable. Yeah. And that's definitely one of those... Those weapons have a pretty... like a, I don't want to say a real small... Like... Um, the word I'm looking for. What is the yeah. word you're looking for? I don't know. I want to say ability, but it's not ability. What's the, the, the perk pool? There we go. They have kind of a smaller perk pool, so it's not as bad. And pretty much whatever weapon you get from it is going to be serviceable until you get it crafted. But at the same time, we keep getting new weapons every season that kind of just takes place of all those other things. So unless you really like that gun, like for me, I pretty much move on to different weapon sets every season. What I, if, what I want that'll keep me playing is not huge new sets of weapons, but like one or two or three really good weapons, RNG only, like for strike playlist, right? That would keep me coming back playing strikes again. RNG only, good rolls, good weapons. And then, yeah, it may be forever, but I'm just going to grind strikes forever. And well, uh, Were you grinding strikes before weapon crafting? Um, you give up all strikes at that point still? I mean, yeah, pretty much, yeah. I'd already given up. I mean, 
Yeah, because there wasn't really too much reason. To, the exploration aspect was long gone and no weapon stuff that I really cared about. But that would get me to come back. Anyways. Yeah. Yep. Um, even Gambit <laughs> put some really cool weapons there. Um, but saying all this, I have to be fair also. Maybe there is some... It would have to be something quite extraordinary or else... I may just, either way, craftable or RNG, I may not play that much because, back to the other point, I already have stuff that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then we get back to the next part of the discussion that a lot of people have been saying. Laz says he has a theory, but a lot of people had this theory, Laz. Um, no, shout out to you for sure, though. Um, but he saw a theory on regarding weapon sunsetting. You know, what will happen if the culmination at the end of the, you know, witness final shape thing, the raid, and then it wipes out part of the universe, including our vaults or weapons or something, you know, who knows how this could all play out, but what if Bungie introduces some form of sunsetting after final shape? Do you, do we think that's a possibility? Do, would we be happy with that? Would we, what do we think? More and more people are thinking and hoping that'll be a thing. So it kind of shows like, not everyone I know, Rodimus, but like a lot of people are kind of okay if they were to wipe out a lot of weapons and start I over. Care less. Start over. I mean, I've, I'm the way I play the game and enjoy the game is I'm always trying the new weapon, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's the the hand cannon or the bow, the shotgun, I have my go-to weapons I enjoy playing with because I feel the most comfortable with them when I'm doing raids or when I'm doing dungeons and know what I can do with those weapons. Will I try and get all the new seasonal weapons? Yes. Will I try and craft them? Yes. I currently have 60 crafted weapons that I've made. Do I use them all? No. I use probably five. Mm -hmm. But I still have the other rolls from the drops from dungeons or whatever, nightfalls, that I say, hey, this looks interesting. I'm going to keep it for later. But in reality, if even if it wasn't weapon crafting, are you using the same, we'll say, five guns in your PvE content? So I have some input on this, unfortunately. Um, this is just an opinion. Most of your in-game content, like raids, are going to push you to use the same weapons in damn near every raid. Plus or minus, but yeah, you're generally right on that. For the most part, yeah. Because they all require... Certain things. You can use whatever you want for ad clear. That's what it is. But when it comes to damage, you're going to pretty much running... Used to be linears. Now it's machine guns or take your pick, I guess. I don't know. Like there's Now we have a little more option when it comes to heavy for raids. But and a fusion rifle, or a shotgun, depending on the raid and or encounter. Or maybe a sniper. It again, depends on the raid and the encounter. So it, it's kind of pushing you to use the same things. Even GMs are kind of the same way. Because we have two exotic weapons that are really good for a certain thing, and that's Wishender and Arbalest. It's some of the best anti-barrier when you're done. And, you know, we have other intrinsic weapons that are, or other intrinsic champion weapons. 
that are really good. But for the most part, you're always going to be running Wishender or Arbalest in a GM if there's barriers. So it's the rest of the content. You know, it's what do you want to run? And all the new craftable weapons don't really mean as much because it doesn't matter in the content. If that makes sense. Or, and of course, the other RNG weapons too. <laughs> Just yeah, too. all I mean, weapons in general. What if, regardless if they erase weapons after Final Shape in the raid, what if in the raid itself they did some wacko thing where we couldn't use all our normal weapons? <laughs> There's just like some subset of things we could use. I'd be fine with that. It would be very interesting. I'd be fine with it too. I don't know if it would ultimately be boring in the long run. But it would be surely be unique. We're hopping in the raid and we're like, oh shit. Like they did some power over us and we can't use any of our weapons except for like everyone just has like this, this, and this. Everyone does in the raid. And it's like, well, we just have to figure it out with what we got. <laughs> so here's a here I got a kind of a follow up question for all this. So next season, let's say they introduce no new weapons, would you be okay with it? Yes. Um yeah. I would say for me, I mean, I I don't know. I would maybe want a new weapon or two, but I'd want it to be good. I like that better than like five new weapons and only one of them are good, if that, like this, how this season was. So I would, but what, I think what, I would prefer that one, or, that one could be like a hand cannon. Would you be okay with that? Sure. So... I yeah. I don't like hand cannons personally, so I would I would not. Oh, I see what apply. you're saying for that. I yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. do that one, right? So I think in, they're going to be tied one way or another. They either appease the people who want less guns, they get to appease people who want more guns. But yeah. in reality, yeah. I think you should give more out there for options for people to play how they want to play. You don't have to craft the weapons, and I don't think the crafted weapons are ruining the game. Because people are still going to go chase their roles that they want for their god roles, or they want to chase that weapon, or they want those adept weapons, right? Those yep. adept weapons will always be the top-tiered weapons in the game, regardless if they're um, first the crafted or an adept weapon. Everyone's going to pick an adept weapon over top of it. And the only way you get your adept weapons is trials and grandmasters and master content. Right? Yeah. So, so if you have that casual uh, player... Only master, yeah, only master raids, not regular raids. But if you have that player who's going to be chasing those things anyways, they're not going to care. They're not going to care about the crafted weapons. If you have a new player coming in, they have so many options. They can try things new, or they can try and get to this weapon. And I really like this weapon. I'm going to go craft it, or I'm going to like yeah. this weapon. I can go craft it. I think that they're trying to appease a broader, a broader group of people, and I think that. I'm going to say 5% of players in like the end game PVE content are still going to chase their god roll death weapons or their weapons in their end game content regardless of crafting increases or doesn't increase. Yeah, respectable. Here's here's what I thinking about this more and you asked the question I have a better answer now. Um now I don't think there shouldn't be a good amount of base set weapons. I mean call it the world loot pool things you get just in strikes or whatever but once you have a good amount there i don't feel like we need five to ten new weapons each season what i would want is actually one new weapon 
but only the one type, like you said, even if it's only a hand cannon or even if it's only a shotgun, because for me, even if it's a weapon type I don't love, it would get me to try that. There's so much over choice now, I can't land on something. And even if it's like, oh, I don't like shotguns, but it's the new weapon. So I'm going to try it. I'm going to, maybe I'll start to like it. Who knows? So, kind of tagging under that, the, like, what is classified as world loot pool weapons, right? They released some really good weapons that there's no way to farm. They are just straight RNG, like you want. <laughs> and they're actually really good. Well, see, maybe I haven't kept up to date with that, because then that's good news for me then. You know, I've been complaining oh. this whole time, but that could be something I'll look forward to um, coming up. Uh, da, 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 da. This yeah, season... was this a couple of weeks ago where they were announcing what was going to be like the... Oh, it wasn't the gunsmith stuff, right? It was something else, or... No, it was. That's gunsmith okay. focusing. We're... Yeah, I don't know how well that's going to work out. But, I mean, it'll be nice for people that don't have those guns. Because it gives you a better way to acquire some of those guns that are actually pretty good. But, um, like... Some of the new... Uh, like world drop guns that are actually pretty good. Um, like the Psy Hermetic. It's a stasis pulse rifle. It's actually really good. The Battle Scars kinetic pulse rifle. It's actually really good. Girls with kinetic tremors, and that's See, last season even... was really nice, but just hearing these weapons, I don't even really know or care. But if you're telling me they're good, I guess I'll start caring. <laughs> well, and it depends on the content you're doing too, because yeah. it's it's still one of those that they're good you have to hopefully maybe get one of them but there's other things that perform just as well i so, think the set the saturation problem comes into we're getting new season weapons plus old returning weapons at the same time like these last couple of seasons and i think why go ahead why are we getting those old returning weapons because uh, the older players were complaining that they wanted them back because they were what? It's nostalgia. They were sunsetted? I don't know if they all yes, were they. Actually, okay, I'm so, keeping track. Okay, these were all sunset ones. Um, I mean, I'm not like, seeing stuff in there like Recluse, but... but they're, Well, that's a ritual weapon. Yeah, that's true. So like all the Gambit weapons that came back last season. From Season of the Deep. All those gambit weapons you could focus. This season we have all the red war weapons you could focus. Like, that's a lot of weapons that they're not craftable. And you're just spending engrams to focus. And you Which, have to get engrams how? Anything. You gotta grind Ooh. for your engrams. It, you can do anything in the game and get engrams. So the RNG element's still there and the grinding's still there. To get some yes. loot, is it as hard as it once was? Probably not, right? But yeah, these weapons are weapons, basically purchasable, they... not craftable. Is what it sounds like. But yeah, you got to have the the you got to have the stuff to purchase them with, of course. Yeah. So you you still have the grinding aspect to get those weapons. You still have the the RNG to get the drops because you're not guaranteed an an 
Ingram every time. No, it's like what the lowest drop rate was like twenty percent or something, depending on uh, depending on what it was. Yeah, yeah. And it's then it's complete RNG on. Well, I guess no, it's not because I mean it's RNG on the roll you're going to get, but there's nothing you can focus directly on the weapon you want. So like, oh. Some of the Red War Nightfall weapons, like uh, what's that? Nameless Midnight. You can directly focus that. All right. Well, that system's fine because whatever. It's like you pick the weapon you want, but you don't get the God roll that you want. You have to just keep getting the weapon over and over until you do. It's just slightly different than older traditional RNG, where you just need that weapon yep. to drop at the end of an uh, an encounter of something. Um, so that could be that could be interesting to me because to me again for me Rodimus anyways the bigger grind is going to be on the back end of that sure I could purchase a weapon but there's so many perk pools who knows there's the RNG of that actually dropping once you focus the weapon so that'll be that'll be uh, the RNG element there that I'll that I will like yeah there there's some of the weapons that are really um, you're still grinding for it damn it and RNG because of the the back end of it, yeah. Yep. And some of them don't necessarily have large perk pools, but at the same time, if you want something very specific, you're probably going to spend a lot of engrams to get it. Probably, yeah. Uh, and then and then so then you're going back into strikes just to get more engrams. Um, like I know last season I ran. I didn't really run a lot of the seasonal activity, but I ran quite a bit of it. Just in general. And then, even then, I still didn't get... Or I did get the weapon I wanted, but I ended up not liking it. Like, there's a few of them. It's like, you spend all those engrams, you finally get the roll that you want, or a roll that you're going to try out, and it still just sucks. <laughs> oh, of course, that can happen. Um, but <laughs> there's weapons we already have. They're good enough. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I, this is like just talking in circles because it kind of boils down to the same thing. Like some of those other slots of weapons that take in, you know, um, what was it? Was the pulse rifle from last season that was the gambit pulse rifle? I don't remember what it was called, but it's solar pulse rifle. You could get incandescent on it. Well, why grind for that role when we already have a craftable solar pulse rifle that does the same thing? Yeah. Well, this leads great to, but still talking over this. Okay. When we talked about it a few weeks ago, the, the, these weapons, I don't know out of that list what I want yet. There's just so much. It's overwhelming. That's good or whatever, but I like the system hearing how it works, talking about it more. So it's really, Really glad we were oh, talking about this more. The Banshee thing? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah. And it goes along with Festival of the Lost. It's going to have, looks like a very similar system. And what's more, this year they're adding Legend Haunted Lost Sectors. That has me intrigued. Interesting. So, yeah. So basically what it looks like 
back to the chance. So like lost sectors have a chance to drop an eerie Ingram. <laughs> That's what they're calling these Ingrams. <laughs> and we can do hocus focusing. <laughs> God. Anyways, okay. probably the regular lost sectors will have like the 20% chance, like this other thing we were talking about. And then the legend lost sectors will probably have like a, what was it like a, was it 60% chance or was that the master was 60 or 80? Master was 60. Yeah. Okay, so maybe maybe like forty percent chance, which is basically, you know, fifty percent. So close enough. <laughs> so we need so so, uh, but I'll be running the legend ones uh, because I do actually like legend lost sectors. I just haven't had much of a reason to go in and do them. No, but hey, I'll be hopping back in Destiny a little bit more. Haunt, you know, spooky season time get some of these eerie Ingrams, and then we'll have the Hocus Focusing, where they kind of give an example of things. But let's say you're going for the weapons. Basically, it is one eerie Ingram, of course, and then 1,000 candy. Obviously, the candy is probably not going to be an issue. You just That drops all the time from just doing stuff. But once we have an Ingram, it says specific Festival of the Lost Weapon Focusing. So like what you were saying, we could pick what weapon we want, and then obviously it'll probably just be an RNG-based rolls on it hmm. so i'm down yeah i mean and that's, of course you can do armor too but i mean that's similar how the uh solstice event was i mean turn in metals get weapons Woo. oh <laughs> you can also go for a randomized weapon for only 500 candy but still one ingram or if you want a specific weapon, then it's 1,000 candy and one Ingram. Kind of glad and surprised they didn't do one Ingram versus two Ingrams, so it's really just the candy cost versus the uh, Ingram cost. Part of that focusing, just, I'm sorry the backtrack, this came to mind. So in this season, <laughs> yeah, what, yeah. what do you guys truly think about the, in the seasonal tree, those um, deep side harmonizers? Do you think they're ruining the crafting or the the art? To get the weapons faster, or do you think they're in a good place? You only get, mm. I think, five per season. You get six. Six. But I think you only get two on the free track, I think. Maybe yes. it's three and three. I don't... You don't get one until 47 in the paid track. You don't get one in the free track till 57. I don't, I don't think know. I don't think they're ruining just the discussion of weapon focusing. No. I don't know. I don't have too much of an opinion on it. No, I think it's a big help. help. You think it's a big help? Yeah. So you've you used still it. Have to use, you still have to use, I think, spoils to use them. If it's a raid weapon, yes. yes. So if you're using it to craft raid weapons, you have to have the spoils to do it. And I think it's 15-ish. Else, I'm gonna say, yeah, and of course you don't have to use them at all. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. To me, where focus, where where sorry, weapon crafting is, and since it's already easier than its original iteration, this specific part doesn't plus or minus much in the equation to me. I think it's actually probably a slightly positive plus because it helps in one way. But you have to do work in another way. You still have to get it in the season pass bar. You know, like you said, it's not going to be like on level two. Well, so you still have to, you know. You also still have to get the weapon. Yeah. At least once. And then, yeah. 
So, well, you can only focus a weapon one time with a harmonizer, and then you have to get the weapon again. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you're still putting the work. That's why I don't really see him as a problem because you still have to grind for, I mean, the rest of it. But it's kind of nice. If it's a seasonal weapon, you can just purchase it, right? But does that count? Yeah. So if it's a seasonal weapon, you can focus that specific it's a lot weapon easier one and harmonize and, and then harmonize it, it and then yeah and then of course if you have the harmonizers if you've unlocked enough on the season pass bar yeah I, I see that as like maybe a slightly positive plus I I don't know how many people are using it or I haven't used it much but I don't see it as a negative at all I have been using it for nothing but raid weapons yeah I mean that's uh, mainly because I don't have anything else to use it on. Like, I'm still missing a few of the seasonal weapons, but I'm still doing the seasonal content. Uh, I'm sure I'll get them eventually. So, uh, whereas the raid weapons, since I really only run one character, that means I have essentially... The, Four encounters plus two secret chests to maybe get the red border weapons, and with the low drop rate, that so I mean, that's what I'm using them for. That's fair. All right, so the weapons that we're going to have is the in the haunted event is the heavy, the cosmic grenade launcher, the primal primary horror story auto, the energy Jurassic green. Pulse and the Energy Macabre Sniper Rifle. So, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that's... So we're getting a new grenade launcher. That's the main thing I'm gonna... Yeah. Really pushing grenade launchers a sudden, all of a sudden, it seems like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Here's something I consider to be the problem with I don't want to circle back to it but it's like the problem with crafting and grinding some of the weapons you're going to grind for that are adept are just better because there's nothing in that slot that fits like um, uh, kinetic hand cannons we have one craftable kinetic hand cannon. We have a few craftable 140 hand cannons, but both are from, yeah, both are from raids. So, oops. Um, whereas grenade launchers, we have quite a few that are really good. That have some great perk pulls. So it's really hard to want to go farm for a grenade launcher. And then for anybody that raids, and that's what you mainly do, what are you using a grenade launcher for? I definitely don't use grenade launcher. Right. I like grenade launchers, but... Wait, for your, like... But not for raiding so much, but <laughs> unless yeah, it's ad clearing. You know, there are some... General content, you're not... Yeah. You know, any grenade launcher will be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for, for raid, if you're not doing DPS stuff, um, you know, it can be great too, especially if you have ad clearing properties like chain reaction or, or whatever, you know. Yeah. 
they're fun. They're just fun. I, I wouldn't say they're like my favorite by any means, but I like them maybe a little more than, than some people. Um, and then they also talked about, we were kind of wondering, uh, you know, during the craftening, um, That's that we're if you it. logged in at all during that point, we will all get an emblem. Really? Yes. And it's an interesting looking emblem. It has like a question mark on the left side. And then the rest of it, it's like, like this patchwork quilt pattern looking thing of a bunch of just different weapons and stuff put together. Oh, so it's the table at the Enclave. Yeah. And uh, nice. you just have to have logged in sometime between September 15th, Friday, and September 21st, the Thursday after that. And then you'll, I mean, uh, they'll be given us that emblem. Kind of cool. I know some people didn't play that season or that weekend. Season. <laughs> season. It almost God, felt like a season, right? <laughs> like, I didn't play much. To, I'm trying to think, but hopefully I logged in at least once. Not that I care about this emblem that much, but it'd be nice to have. They say how they're rewarding it. Is it through the terminal or? Uh, let's see. It'll probably just show up at Rahul, or I guess not Rahul anymore. But yeah, the, yeah, because the new terminal thing. The, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, I can honestly say I did two things that weekend. I farmed GMs and I farmed Templar. <laughs> like, it's not in the terminal. It wasn't at Rahul for me, so. Oh, it's, I it's, in. it's not available yet, I don't think. Oh. Um, let's see. Because this says this is a... Um, I thought it said this is a sneak preview. They're not really clear, though, because up higher. But yeah, go on. Continue saying you logged, You only did a couple things, Kato. Much. Yeah. We did some goofy stuff and some raids. I farmed GMs, and I farmed Templar. I think I ended up with 20-some Fatebringers from Templar. Like, it is a little absurd. That's a little much. Well, when they only take like two minutes to do, you know what? <laughs> you might which as well. Realis- which realistically isn't that much faster than doing it legit. Because you're still cheesing it no matter what. Okay, so but, for those that are shouting in the podcast right now, it's uh, yeah, the emblems. We're not getting it till next season. <laughs> I guess they're still working on it. It'll go live when season twenty three starts. So what's the point? <laughs> I it's I sometimes like feel like they they can never get things out that quick, and I don't know if it's just how they're a bigger company now, so they have to like approve it, go through all these like approval you know, chains or departments. And then by the time they get the approval, then the coding people say, well, we can't add it in too quickly in case it breaks something. So maybe, maybe that's why we have to wait <laughs> that many weeks to get it. <laughs> yeah. And then anything else on the tw- twid? I don't think there's anything too much else. It didn't read it. Yeah. Sin? Changes, been a little changes, quiet. Anything else? Changes to sparrows. Wait, yeah, whatever. They're all the sparrows will be the same speed now. We they already announced that a while back. They're like kind of just reminding oh, so, us, I guess. 
are they actually going to fix the always in time? Yes. Always yes. on time. Yep. Well, that's everything will be on time. Everything will be on time. <laughs> I thought they had talked about that already in the past. I thought, yeah, you're right. They did. They're, I think they're just reminding us or telling us it's actually ready for the beginning of season 23. Yeah. Not next week, but again, season 23. <laughs> so we have what, like, this was this this was week this seven. So another yeah. 46, 46 days. Yeah, about hours. five weeks. So a little over a month. It'll go fast. Yeah. Still playing Cyberpunk. The new season of Diablo comes out in a week. I mean, I have it paid for, so I'll probably hop in it a little bit. And then I'm looking forward to Festival of the Lost at least a little bit. Yeah. I don't know about that, but... (laughs) At least a little bit. (laughs) More so than some other seasonal activities. And when I say a little bit, I'll probably hop in on reset, play for a few hours, and then grind, and then be like, okay. (laughs) I, I have to agree. I really like Festival of the Lost over the other seasonal we did. Mm-hmm. I find it a little bit more challenging than the other seasonal stuff. I mean, it can get very chaotic. Well, chaotic, but it can also be very monotonous to do. Oh, well, here's the thing. Are the legendary Lost Sectors going to be match-made? Mm, probably. Anything but... legendary match-made? Well, uh, not really. There was one thing once, but I think it was just a, it was like a term, like a, a wording issue. Usually, legendary stuff's not match yeah. made. But the only reason why I wonder is because the whole, you know, haunted lost sectors idea were these match made things. So unless they're going back to not how it was, just regular running through lost sectors, how it was a while ago. You know, it's been a couple years now, but remember when they first did it? You just go through, you went through them. It wasn't like in a group, right? Where we were just like collecting stuff and shooting stuff. It was just more completing them. So I'm really interested. I kind of would be okay if we're doing the same bullshit as last year. And if it's a legendary harder one, I would kind of want them to be match made just because it can be a pain. You know, if you just want to play at an off time where your friends aren't playing, it'd be nice for them to be match made. Well, that'd be one more thing to try and group up for. Like, yeah. And and Monkey and I will down this hill that I feel like most legend stuff. I mean, forget master, grandmaster, whatever raids, but legend stuff can pretty much be match made. People figure it out most of the time. Yeah, I agree. But then again. Been running some nightfalls to get the uh, seasonal stuff done, mm-hmm. and I'm—I I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> like, there's there's been a few of those runs on the because this week is the moon, but um, I don't. I don't know that I would want to do that on a match made legend difficulty. It would even happen on strikes sometimes, though. That's the thing. And to me, also, I know it sounds weird or like I like punishment, but 
the matchmake element kind of bring, brings in some excitement to me because you, if you're a team that's really good one time, you're like, oh, this is fun and chill. If you're a team that's not doing good, then you have to pull more of your weight. So it kind of varies it. I kind of actually yeah. like it. I could see that, but at the same time. <laughs> yeah, but if you're trying to get it done and then if you're with a team that isn't so great. Yeah. Because, I mean, I hate to say it, but you could potentially get a bunch of people, or you could get groups of people where it's all they want is that carry, so they're not going to try. But Sim's going to be in the corner, multitasking? Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Live update, Sin. What are you doing right now? I am sitting here staring at orbit. Well, aren't you lame? Woo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do you need to do that one thing real quick afterwards? Do you have time? Uh, yeah, here in a minute. I can. All uh, right. I'll do it. Start hopping into altars and pick up that card if you want. But uh, oh shit, I should do that. Yeah, we can. We can all do it if you want. <laughs> yeah, I'm currently but, uh, trying to figure it out without watching any videos yet. Yeah, yeah. You know what I uh, did earlier? Yeah. I did Master Crota. Finished it? Did you get the title? No, I still need the first encounter triumph. Uh, that's the hard one, though, right? Featherlight, yeah. How was Master Crota? Couldn't tell you. We cheesed it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I have done I, like done Master Crota, and it's rough. It's... um. You have to do it way different than uh, how we've been doing it. You have to really slow down. But not too much that you run out of time. Yeah. Yeah. That's always the trade-off there. It's definitely... um, I'm actually kind of surprised and kind of impressed with how... um, how difficult it is like you have to really pay attention to what's going on you have to time out your like the spawns but you don't want to leave stuff up too long and yeah everything hurts yeah oh well that's that's cool to hear i'll get to try one of these days yeah one well we better days. We better close up this episode. Thank you so much for joining, Rodimus. I really appreciate the thoughts, Cato, for joining the correct sin. And, yeah. uh, of course, then. <laughs> that's what I'm Absolutely. here for. Yep. That's what we are all, all here for. <laughs> yep. Um, Rodimus, you were in the Discord as? Uh, uh, Problemos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> At least in the Guardian Hub Discord. Cato? Yes. How are you in the Discord? You're just Kato right now, I believe. Yeah. There we go. Oh, if you fail, if you're on 38, 3 out of 4, you fail, you go back to zero. How fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sin, anything you want to add at the end? Nope. You can find me in the Discord. Yes, you can. Well, and you can find me guy, in the Discord. No Twitter, no nothing. All <laughs> the places. Odd. Dude, I'm from Twitter. Have you been doing Twitter at all, Sin? No. I get an alert every now and again, and then I take a peek at it, and then I turn it off. Isn't it X now? 
X, yeah. Whatever. X, X, X. <laughs> X going to give it to you. All right. Well, this Discord, if you're not in it that we are talking about, you can join our Discord. Uh, you should. You know, just see what we're talking about. Say hi. You don't have to talk. You can just lurk if you want. Um, but you can find the link to join our Discord, information about joining our client if you want, all the deets about our show through our lovely website. Our website is www.theguardianhub.com. The best hub on the net. I like how I added the www this time. Dib, 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 dib. dib, dib. Unnecessary. You don't need the dubs if you don't want them. But like you saying DDoS. All right. HTTP or HTTPS colon slash slash. Is that a backslash or a forward slash? Or like, yeah, right. I don't even remember. Or like phone numbers, area codes, one. dot, dot. Don't forget the one. Although you don't need it. Back in my day. Back in my day, we needed the one. Uh, all right well thanks everyone for tuning in again once again this week hey we really appreciate you all we will catch you again next week have a good one bye later peace